Hello, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Joy Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. This is a radio ministry, podcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. We're thankful that you've tuned in today as we're preaching through God's Word. We're praying God's Word will speak to your heart as it's preached and taught from the pulpit of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. And splashing all around and making messes everywhere. You. Because the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. How in the world can I get to a place? Will I ever be perfect at this? No. But I can tell you what, you can get really good at it. As you've experienced God's grace and put your trust in the Lord. And your faith gets to the place where I'm just just unwavering. I don't understand what I'm dealing with or why I'm dealing with this. But I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to do what's right and I'm going to trust Jesus. And I'm going to trust Jesus with the results. And when you anchor yourself right there, the wind will blow, but you're no longer a wave. The winds blow all around you, but your feet are anchored on the rock. And all the drama and all the trash that generally just gets you tore up. When you know it's in the Lord's hands, will bring you calm and peace, stability that is opposite of the double-minded man. A lesson about waves. Ruth says something I think is very helpful. I think about it a lot. I don't know where she picked it up, but somewhere along the way, someone helped her with it, and maybe I can help you with it too. Because she's helped me with it. How many of you ever see these circumstances? People are involved and what they're doing, you know, is wrong. But there's nothing you can do about it. If you say something, it ain't going to work. If you do something, it's not going to work. Ruth has a practice. Her practice is she gives it to the Lord. She says, now, Lord, you saw that. And I can't do anything about it. Will you take care of that? Now, Lord, you saw that. Will you take care of that? You know what that is? That's anchoring ourselves in the fact that I'm going to trust Jesus. I'm going to count it all joy when I fall into diverse temptation. I'm going to pray for wisdom when I fall into diverse temptation. I'm going to trust in Jesus. I'm not going to be blown about by every wind that comes rolling through. Devil, you're not making waves in my heart today because I'm putting myself in the care and keeping of Jesus who is the rock of ages. A double-minded man. A lesson about waves. Number two, a lesson about grass. A lesson about grass. The Bible says, verse 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Verse 9, let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. Now, have you ever heard these really fun success stories of people who began with nothing and made their way and uh, ascended the ladder of success and the next thing you know, uh, they are big time. How many of you ever, ever heard stories like that? Uh, one that comes to mind, my grandmother gave me a book when I was a teenager. It was a book about R.G. Letourneau. 
Uh, if you've heard of Letourneau University, R.G. Letourneau uh, began Letourneau University. And R.G. Letourneau was a simple man. He was at a mechanical mine. He, he built and steam engine models. And uh, then he began to study electricity and electric motors. And R.G. Letourneau has built and patented some of the largest earth movers on the planet. Uh, R.G. Letourneau. He figured out how he could put big electric motors inside the wheels of great big earth movers and make the diesel motor a big electric power plant and individually run these wheels. And he made some of the biggest machines that move earth that the world's ever known. R.G. Letourneau. We began from nothing and came up to something amazing. I read his biography and I was uh, thrilled by it. It was pretty neat. And R.G. Letourneau was a man of low degree who uh, was able to rejoice in the fact that he was exalted. R.G. Letourneau was the kind of guy, though, that understood that his riches and his wealth was not what made him happy. His riches and his wealth was not what satisfied his soul. His riches and his wealth was not what made him important. It was his faith in Christ. Uh, R.G. did something pretty fun and interesting to me. Uh, he became very, very wealthy in his business enterprises, and he had uh, been taught the principle of tithing and he was a tither and the Lord impressed on his heart that if God could live on 10%, so could he. And so he began to give 90% of his income and live on 10. And uh, now God's not asking everybody to do that, but it's a unique thing that R.G. Letourneau did. And it was just a picture of what R.G. Letourneau's uh, vision was. He, he was a man of low degree that was brought to a place of great, wealth and power and prestige but he always remembered that it wasn't the material things that made him happy it wasn't the material things that made him stable it was the material things that were the ultimate blessing from God so let a brother of low degree rejoice and that is exalted that's pretty easy to understand isn't it the next verse is a little harder to understand verse 10 but the rich The brother of low degree is going to rejoice in that exalted, but the rich should rejoice in that he is made low. Huh. Have you ever met somebody that was rich and isn't anymore? And he's like, oh, hallelujah, I'm broke. This is awesome. <laughs> That's not our natural reaction, right? But the Bible paints a picture that we need to know. Let me tell you something. You look at politics in the year 2022, and what's everybody talking about? Here's one thing they're talking about. If this group of people has more money, they'll be happy. If this group of people has more money, then they'll be happy. And they'll be able to get what they want and do what they want. And we'll have success if this group of people has money. If this group of people has more money, then they'll have more happiness and peace. And there'll be stability in our society. 
If, if everybody just had a nicer house to live in and more money by the hour, then everything's going to be okay. If everybody can have a smartphone, if everybody can have a new car, if everybody can have their bills paid for, if everybody can have, 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 get, get, get the things that they really, really want, 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 then they'll be happy. And there'll be stability. It'll be rock solid. All these wavy things that's going on in our society, these ripples and these roars, they'll, be, they'll go away because everybody's going to have what they want. How many of you ever got something you really, really wanted and all your desires for the rest of your life were filled? Boom, poof. And we live happy. It doesn't work like that. And so the Bible says with the same mentality that we re that we joy and find joy in diverse temptations. The man of low degree, when he's brought to a place of prominence, he should, he should rejoice. But likewise, a rich man, if he's brought low, he should rejoice because our hope is not in things, stuff, health, anything of the sort. Our hope is in Christ. Our hope is in the word. And if you're not happy right now, you'll not be happy with more. If you're not happy right now, you'll not be happy with less. If you're not stable, you're not stable because you're not putting your trust in Jesus. And you are a double-minded man. And I'll just tell you something. It's a plague that is cursing churches just like it's cursing carnal society. And we sing the top of our lungs... My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. And then we add a whole list of material things that we think we have to have in order to be happy. If we get to the place again where our hope is in Christ, in Christ alone, we'll be satisfied poor, we'll be satisfied rich, we'll be satisfied if we're brought from poor to rich, we'll be satisfied if we're brought from rich to poor, we'll be satisfied because our satisfaction is in Christ. And he's good. The Bible says, look, here's the point. It's a lesson about grass. You said, how in the world, why should the rich man rejoice in verse number 10 that he's made low? Because, here it is, because of the flower of the grass. He shall pass away. Let me tell you something. A wise man knows. Rich or poor. Life is short. Eternity is long. And it's not the things that I can amass here that matter as much as the eternal work that I can do while I'm here that matters. I must anchor myself in Christ because the Bible says it'll be like the grass. The Bible says, verse number 11, how's, what happens to the grass? Verse 11, the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth the grass and the flower thereof falleth and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. You see that little phrase, the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. How many of you ever seen these little beautiful grasses with flowers and spring beauty? It's just great. It's gorgeous. Sun comes up and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth. Hey, look, you can be as pretty as a button. You can have everything the world has to offer, but you will not live forever. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Now, that's not 
something the Bible says you shouldn't be rich. That's not true. God's trusted some people to be rich. God's trusted other people to be poor. God's trusted some people to be right in the middle somewhere. But wherever you are, God trusts you to be there. And he says, guess what? If you'll keep your faith in Jesus, you can joy in tribulation. If you keep your eyes fixed on Christ, you can joy in the midst of trouble. You can joy in the midst of all the responsibility that comes along with having something. You can joy wherever you are. You can glory in wherever you are. And you can be stable, stable, stable. Not like the waves affected by the winds. Not like the grass with a really short shelf life. Stable, secure, secure eternally because you have the Lord. One of my favorite stories, there was this man, he had hit it big in business for a long time. A length of period he gave generously to the Lord's work. He was a saved man. Given very generously. Tides turned, and the next thing you know, everything he had was gone. He was working a regular job, just trying to make ends meet. Someone that knew his story came up to him and asked him a question. He said, John, looking back at it, do you regret all you gave the work of the Lord? This man loved Jesus. He said, absolutely not. He said, you know what? <laughs> he said, that's all I got left. Amen. Now, nobody wishes ill on anybody. As a matter of fact, I think God sets us up in certain ways to make us most effective. But I'll have you know something. Irregardless of the circumstances of life, you can have joy. You can be stable. And you can be a blessing. You don't have to be like the waves. You don't have to be like the grass. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. But those of us who will put our trust in Christ and trust the faithfulness of God, obey him, do his work his way guess what we can glory and rest and have that stability that only God can provide that's why the Bible says a double minded man is unstable in all his ways thank you for listening today to keep thy heart daily this is a ministry of faith of the Chilhowee Baptist Church for more Bible preaching Visit us at chillhowiebaptistchurch.com or download our app wherever you get your apps, Chill Howie Baptist Church. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day.